What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining us for this week's Real Cold Games Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Brady. And of course, as always, I am joined by Mill and Alex. Guys, how are you doing today? They're very great. Good. <laughs> that was weak. That was weak. I am doing stupendous. He's screaming again. Oh, jeez. You're, you're encouraging them to yell at us. But you know what? For this week, it fits. Because this week, we're going to be talking about our most hyped game or console launches yes. that we can remember for good yes. or bad reasons. So, bring the hype train. Here we go. First, we're going to talk about some news that happened as of today. We are shooting this on Wednesday. There were two big old presentations that happened. One, the Pokemon uh, event. Um, Lanky, do you want to start us off on that one? Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I know that they had a Pokemon event this morning, and people were expecting them to announce like a sequel to the Let's Go games, Let's mm -hmm. Go Pikachu and Eevee. They were expecting the second generation to get that Let's Go treatment, so it would be more of like a all ages. Like I guess Pokemon's always all ages, but. Mm -hmm. Be one of those more welcoming titles in the franchise. Let's that Go is, is very little kid friendly, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more welcoming to people that haven't played Pokemon before, more so than the mainline games are at this point. I feel like they keep changing things every every generation, mm -hmm. so it's hard to get in there and know what you're doing. But but instead, they did not get that. <laughs> <laughs> we got League of Legends Pokemon. Yeah, that's what Pokemon we got. Un Pokemon Unite. Which is a free-to-play like MOBA Pokemon free to game. Start. Just free like to start. Okay. Just, just like here. Reiterate for me again. What is MOBA again for the people? Massive out there online who don't know? battleground arena, battle arena, something like that. Sure. Okay. I don't know. Basically, <laughs> it's like it's like five on five or six v six, and then there's always like you know different pathways like up, mid, lower, jungle, whatever the hell it is, and basically you just try and force your way into your opponent's base by eventually wearing down their defenses and taking. I don't know, either take, destroying it or taking something or whatever. Usually, it's like, going to destroy, be. you have to destroy. For, I've only played uh, Heroes of the Storm. You mm -hmm. usually have to, like, destroy the, the enemy team's towers as you're pushing up, and then you have to defeat, like, their home base, basically, like their, mm -hmm. their core or whatever they call it. So, I don't know what the Pokemon version of that is. I didn't watch the trailer. <laughs> but, yeah. From what, I, from what I hear, it sounds cool where you're going out. And, like, you're catching Pokemon, you're evolving them, you're, like, leveling them up as you progress, which is usually a thing in MOBAs, as I've, as far as I know. There's either, there's usually either, like, a store or a progression, or, like, a level system. And I'm hoping this is a level system, because the store stuff is when things get really hairy with, like, Yeah, Smite I can't do stores. Lead. I can't do stores in any games. <laughs> no. So, it's, it's really simple. It's, so far, it looks like Heroes, where you pick your Pokemon, you're on a team of five, okay, you try and strategize which alley you're going down and who what you're gonna what you're gonna do, and then eventually you level up and your stuff just gets stronger. Like your flamethrower gets stronger, your bubble beam gets stronger, whatever it is. Okay. And eventually that Charmander turns into a Charizard, and then you know you're max level, and then you know you're there basically. Um, it's a cool concept. It is going to be cross platform between mobile and Switch. I'm definitely gonna play it on Switch, not mobile. Um, yeah. But it'll be worth a try, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah, I'll try it out for like an hour or two. If, if yeah. it doesn't, it might grab me because Heroes of the Storm did, and this seems like a more casual Heroes of the Storm. And I, yeah. I did like Heroes. I, that was really fun, mainly because I knew all the characters, and that might lend itself well to Pokemon, where everybody knows these kinds of Pokemon. 
I mean, it's not going to flop by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, Tencent's making this. It is going to do gangbusters over in Asia. Yeah. So that, that's the key when demographic it, right there anyway. When did they say is, this is being released again? They haven't. Under construction, right? Oh, okay. I think so. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see a date. Yeah, there were no dates there. Um, but okay. then we got our second... Uh, presser of the day which was much more entertaining um we lakey and i did do a watch long and a live reacts on youtube.com slash real cold games if you want to go check it out uh we did watch the marvel avengers war table direct presentation video trailer whatever war table stream is what it was called yep okay and i'm in like it like lakey kept saying look like marvel ultimate alliance with third person and that's I mean that's that's more or less what it is, and I I'm loving it. Like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully, it has more longevity than like we'll say Destiny One or Anthem had at launch, because I see this game being really heavy on systems, but not heavy on substance. So hopefully, you know, we'll see. Um, free DLC, all that kind of fun stuff too. So I mean, it's really you're doing microtransactions for cosmetics, and that's it. Yeah, and they're also like adding. They're adding, well, I guess you said free DLC, but they're adding story and they're also adding, um, for people that don't know, the story missions are single player and then there's co-op and war zone missions and they're going to be adding both of those. Like they're not just going to, it's not going to have a finish. I don't know. It's kind of confusing because it feels like it's not going to have a complete story at launch. (laughs) Well, that's, that was one thing that we kind of saw is it's not going to have a linear story. Like it's not a, it's a mission based, but there's a group of missions and then you probably yeah. progress to a next like wave or whatever you want to call it, and then you get another cutscene, and then you do. It's like it's not as linear as I think a lot of people were expecting. Yeah, well, I think it's not like Spider Man. It's a lot more. It's it's like I said. It's a lot more like Ultimate Alliance. It's mm-hmm. like third person, which speaks to me because it's kind of like that Diablo style game where you just turn your brain off and mm-hmm. try and get better loot from the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks hella fun. Obviously, we're going to be trying it September 4th. Uh, pre-order on PS4 gets you early access to the beta, so we'll be doing that. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to maining my Thor. That's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, what would you uh, name it? I just, um, Thor. No, I said maining Thor. Maining, not oh, naming. Not yeah. naming. Like, <laughs> I was say, wait, what? <laughs> like the most of the gameplay they showed was from the Thor perspective, and he looked amazing. So I'm already picking him. So yeah, he looks pretty fun. Yeah. Into the topic of the show, uh, what we really wanted to do was, you know, since there is no E3 this year, you know, we're lacking a lot of hype in our veins right now. So let's reminisce. Let's go back. What brought us? the most excitement you know when we were waiting for a game to come out or console like midnight hanging out in the line whatever it's going to be i mean for good or for worse what games have had you the most excited for their their come up mill i'm gonna let you start oh shit right off the bat all right um (laughs) (laughs) you caught him off Uh, guard yeah you did kind of but that's cool i got it um first one um and I would say the game that brought me the most hype or the most memorable upon release was Black Ops 2. Mm. Okay. Um, 2012, it was mainly because it was the follow-up behind Modern Warfare 3 and uh, Black Ops in 2010. Mm-hmm. So 
Black Ops 2 is obviously the better of all the, in my opinion, I think it's probably the top Call of Duty game. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel it's up there with Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, Black Ops 2 is pretty high up there. Yeah, so Black Ops 2 is like my favorite. So that's why that was the most anticipated. Well, before playing out, that was the most anticipated game for me, and it was Mm -hmm. the one I played the most. Um, But yeah, that would be the one of my first ones. Like, was the story that good in Black Ops 1 to get this kind of level of hype? You're damn skippy it was. I mean, that was probably, outside of, like, you know, the nuke and all that kind of stuff coming from, like, Modern Warfare and, like, how it was, like, kind of really scary, it brought in a different element that you weren't really expecting. And, like, how it's kind of... um, like the gameplay for the Black Ops series is completely Sorry. different than the Modern Warfare series. So yes. for me, starting off playing Modern Warfare Two, which you have one type of gameplay by what was it, Activision, right? I believe Modern Warfare Two. Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, Modern Warfare yeah. Two. Yeah. Yep. So then by coming Infinity out, Ward. yeah, then coming out to Modern Warfare Two, then playing Modern Warfare Three, and then um, playing no playing Black Ops, then Modern Warfare Three, and then Black Ops Two. It's like it was was on and off. Mm-hmm. It's just the order of you, every year you had a different gameplay a style. So after experiencing Black uh, Black Ops, Black Ops Two was probably the most. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, like I said, besides Modern Warfare, I think that that campaign does stand on its own. That could be easily like a thirty dollar standalone thing on like the PlayStation Store or something, and they'll probably sell you know a couple million copies of just the the original Black Ops remastered story like they did for Modern Warfare. Yeah, don't do so, that. Just don't do it, but put out I, the multiplayer for these old games. Well, you yes. know it's gonna happen. They're gonna release a, a remaster of Black Ops before the new Black Ops Cold War comes out, probably just to rehype the the franchise. Because I don't think Blops Four like wasn't that multi that was multiplayer only. That wasn't even really a story. So I don't yeah, know. the story apparently the story like wasn't coming together, so they scrapped it and just <laughs> added a battle royale mode because they saw yeah. that Fortnite and PUBG were doing so well. Yeah, yeah, which it was cool here's, at first, but it, here's it, what I think they yeah. should do, and like, and hear me out on this: since Warzone created such huge hype, like the free the free release Warzone that you can just mm-hmm. download it. Yeah, why don't they do that same thing next year for like a Modern Warfare Two? But a Warzone type of you know game or or Black Ops too, mm-hmm. but Warzone. You know what I mean? Like the, like make it a free to play game, make it so you can have a battle royale, but in Black Ops Two gameplay. Okay, I think it would not be like a good, you know. I think that would be like way too much work, especially <laughs> because like especially for making it free to play because even though battle royales obviously make a lot of money that's why a lot of people are doing them right now because you get yeah. you can get people to buy your battle yeah. pass and then if they don't yeah if they don't hit the point that they want to on the battle pass then they buy stuff from the store that's just cosmetics yeah but i feel like that doing one like going back to those gameplay styles would be hard because those games ran on different engines like it would I feel like it would be difficult to bring back that gameplay feeling and have them nail it. But like we, I think we talked about a little bit about before, but what I think they're going to do is like just have wars. They're going to keep supporting Warzone out there. Like as the free to play. They're going to bring in elements from every new call of duty that comes in the next year, because the cold war aspect, obviously that's where we're going with the nuke and the bunkers is, I don't know. Like my whole stick with Warzone is how can you bring in, 
like Cold War guns into you know against like a, a modded out Graw or something like that. Like it doesn't it doesn't quite line up with like the technology and the mods and that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm I'm kind of, I'm very curious how they're planning on doing that because <coughs> if if all you're do I mean I'd be just okay if they brought in story elements from Cold War or whatever it is, whatever the new Call of Duty is, and it's kind of bleeded into that. Like, you don't need to bring in the guns or anything like that. Just still deal with modern warfare guns and kill streaks and all that kind of stuff, but bring in the story elements because that could be, like, your teaser to get somebody to buy that game or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe. They could, I mean, they could try and do stuff like Fortnite and have a big event that... where they, maybe, like, that's maybe that's where they show the first trailer. I don't know. They have an event in Warzone that people can go to, and well, that's the like the, I, the first event. I the first big event I think I see coming is a nuke going off. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that would be awesome. That would completely reshape the map, and maybe that would be the excuse to go to the second map they kind of teased in the last trailer. So, because yeah. then they do that, and it's easy to change the map that way too. Because then they do that with Blackout, like Blackout, like. They had, uh, yeah, they had the like event like underwater. Like, yeah, they had event changes with black uh, blackout too. I I don't remember what they were, but I mean, you yeah. see Apex doing this, you see Fortnite doing this, and the easiest way instead of creating a brand new map with assets and all that kind of time is just change what you have right now. I think yeah. with some kind of big event, you know, obviously Fortnite. That's that's what they do extremely well. Are giant events that get millions of viewers on Twitch to watch these events with like Tim or courage or docker or whatever it is but yeah it's i think some, something big is going to happen here i think within the next couple of months to the war zone map okay verdansk verdansk <laughs> <laughs> all right all right lanky what do you got for us all right i'm gonna start with my only uh console pick which is the like the lead up to the playstation 4 okay where they started with that February reveal event. What was it? 2017? Yeah. Wait, no, PS4? 20... No. No, 2013. I'm dumb. 2013, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> PS4 came out yeah. three years ago, guys. They're not... <laughs> Maybe they're pro. <laughs> Just a little bit off on that one. But they started with that reveal event where they came out and they didn't really show too much. They kind of just showed a couple games similar to the PS5 event. Mm -hmm. Looking back on it now, it kind of makes sense that we didn't get we didn't get everything that PlayStation is planning for PS5. But anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> they started with that event and then their E3 press conference where Microsoft came out, basically said everything wrong like we've talked about before. They did not speak to gamers. <laughs> in a no. way that they liked and so they got slam dunked on by playstation and then this was actually the first console ps4 was the first console that i bought at launch like with my own money my parents didn't like get it for me for like christmas or something like that or like help me buy it and then i paid them back mm -hmm. <laughs> and it it was like super hype because i had just moved out of my apartment or moved out of my parents house uh so i was living in my first apartment and I got that PS4, and I got... What did I get? I think I got Black Flag, and Battlefield 4. I was going to say that all the time. Cod, Go Cod Ghost was yeah, also one that I got. Right. And I would, I would play those games until 4 in the morning, and then just, like, sleep until 5 p.m. Like, I I didn't care. Yep. <laughs> I was, that's, like, all I did was play PS4. 
And I remember, I think the first game I played was Battlefield 4, because the footage that I had seen leading up to the, like, launch of the PlayStation, like, the graphics were so, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Similar to some of the games that we're seeing being announced for next gen right now. Yeah. And so I, I played that, and I was just, like, blown away from the Frostbite engine that we have clearly learned doesn't work very well for <laughs> games that aren't first-person shooters, even yeah. though they keep trying to make that a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They but use yeah. Frostbite in, um, in Madden. Yeah, they use it in everything. They use it yeah. in their sports games. They use it in... They tried to use it in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but Respawn said they wanted to use uh, Unreal, I believe, instead. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why that game runs pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it works. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's a game that isn't a first-person shooter that actually runs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my first one is for a game that everybody was hyped for, but did not go over well once it was launched. I'll, I'll rephrase that. Like three days after it was launched, I'm talking about Anthem. The, the hype that surrounded this damn game, especially after that E3 trailer presentation, whatever, where you were basically Iron Man. Everybody thought that's what this game was going to be. And man, it did not live up to expectations. But it sold and was streamed and was hyped as hell. Like, does anybody remember, was it February last year? Two years ago? Uh, It was February last year. Yeah, because it was was before Division 2. And that was, I was like, oh, I'll play it. I'll play Anthem until Division 2 comes out. And then I, I played like anthem for a week and i was like well what do i do until division 2 comes out (laughs) well that's what it is like i wonder if anthem would have gone better if it was like individual armor leveling instead of like oh hey you can just mix and match this like 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 on destiny like you have three different characters that you level individually if anthem would have done that maybe would have added a little bit more replayability i don't really know if that would have saved it by any means but people would have been more engaged for longer than a week i don't know who Oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I probably would have, but go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know who signed off on them putting out Anthem, calling it a games-as-a-service, where, like, you level grind and all that stuff, and they're supposed to be an endgame. I don't know who signed off on it when they, at launch, they had maybe two armor pieces, two different armor styles for each class. Yeah. Like, that's all you had. It was was, just... That was the whole thing, too, was, I mean, EA did rush it out. I mean, most of the people that worked on it it seemed like came out and said like yeah like i wish we would have gotten like another four or five months like that those those are like the anonymous statements from people that actually worked on the game because yeah i mean that game definitely could have you know come out after e3 or something like that 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 could have been pushed another six months while you develop more assets or made an end game you know other than oh hey go grind the story missions you already did you know 35 more times to get 10 more levels yeah um, I might be misspeaking, but wasn't Anthem the one where they came out and said that the Anthem that got launched started development like a year and a half before it launched? Like they scrapped what oh, they wow. had and restarted. I think it was it was either Anthem or it was Mass Effect Andromeda that only had like a year and a half to two years of development, which is very short and for, a big, for a big AAA game. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, well, I guess it's not the same developer, but hopefully, one, Marvel Avengers doesn't come out and have the Anthem style, like, nothing to do after you beat this, after you complete all the missions or whatever. Like, they better have an end game. And number two is, 
hopefully Bioware starts like working on games with better management styles because obviously what they're doing isn't working with two misses in a row. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I wouldn't be if uh, I think Dragon Age Four is what they're working on. If that doesn't hit, I wouldn't be surprised if they get closed down. Yeah, closed down or bought out and re- and gutted. One of those two. Yeah. So yep. I mean, yeah, I mean Anthem. Everyone was excited for. I was hyped, but. <laughs> Didn't quite pan out. I'll, we'll see what happens when Anthem 2.0 launches. Hopefully, within a year. I mean, I'll I'll gladly dive into it again, but they're gonna have to show me something good. I hope that it gets. Uh, wait, yeah, Bioware's EA, right? Yeah, yeah, because you you yeah. can get this on EA Access. Yeah, I hope that it gets the same. Obviously, it hasn't by this point, but I hope it gets the same like fixer-upper status that Battlefront 2 did, where Battlefront 2 was kind of in the same, not, like, as bad, because it had a campaign and a multiplayer you could play through, and, like, so there's stuff to do in Battlefront 2, it just wasn't great. Yep. So I hope that they'll let Bioware go in and kind of kind of fix what's wrong with Anthem, which is that there isn't really a game to it. <laughs> right, because the, the, the systems are there, the mechanics are there, it plays really well, it feels really good, it's just what you're doing has no has no substance to it yeah so. and i believe it was also anthem sorry we keep shitting on anthem but <laughs> i think it was also, i think it was also anthem yeah that's true that's everybody there's also it was also anthem that within like six months of launch that it had dropped off Fresh microsoft drop. store microsoft store tells you like the most played games right now or something like that like it's like top 30 or top 40 Mm-hmm. on xbox and anthem had dropped off of that list completely within the first like six months of launch <laughs> uh twitch like, viewership had gone down 99 percent in like yeah four and a half months yeah it was nuts people got out of there quick after they found <laughs> after they found out it wasn't great yep all right mill what's next on the on your list here all right um on my list i had uh the game another one um oh you guys would be you guys probably would be surprised about this but he surprised himself with that it's another it's another call of duty game yeah. <laughs> obviously i'm surprised you know. so uh most anticipated game release for me is the most recent call of duty modern warfare mm-hmm. uh, and the reason being is because this is the first enjoyable game for me um before it even came out that I know that it was boots on the ground. It wasn't like people flying around in jetpacks, running walls, all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, after seven years, almost seven years of bad games, bro. I'm talking about like advanced warfare and infinite <laughs> warfare. I'm talking about ghosts. Ghost. I'm talking yeah, about, you brought up ghosts. Um, he said ghosts was bad. <laughs> I mean, it is a bad game, but I like yeah. it. It is a bad game, you know. I feel um, <laughs> But it's like, like this is this year, uh, Call of Duty was the most anticipated game. I feel like, um, as a person who's playing who's played Call of Duty religiously since two thousand eight, like I had to literally take years off because they were just putting out shit, you know. Like I didn't like it. Yeah. So, and I think I think the build up of of just being let down year after year is what built my anticipation for Call of Duty this year. So. Uh, the reason I like it is, is it's probably one of the most grounded 
uh, like games that they've done in a long time. Like other, like you're talking about running on walls, jetpacks and shit. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. like, like just like weapons. And I'll, I still haven't beat the campaign, but I played enough to know that whatever day I decide to finish that on stream, that is going to be you know an entire day on its own where I'll probably enjoy it you know quite a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because it's not too cartoony. Modern Warfare has always been super grounded. I didn't I didn't need to know any details. When I heard Modern Warfare, I expected it to be good. And yeah. granted, you know, we are dealing with like hackers and aimbots and stuff in multiplayer, but mm-hmm. outside of that, yeah, it's it's probably one of the best I mean, put together shooters, multiplayer slash uh, BR, even though that's like a separate free thing. Free. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we didn't even know about that until this year. No, well, when did Warzone come out? March something, and we got a, a dub on day one or day two. Day two, because day one I had food poisoning. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it must have been around March. It was but, right before. It was right before everything got shut down, wasn't it? Or, or no, yeah. it was right after. I think it was right after my school, my class got canceled or not canceled, yes. but moved to remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like first or second week of March, I think. You know, I might be wrong. Yeah. Let me know in the comments. You know, that's what the internet does. I can't. I can't wrong. remember. I can't remember either when it came out. But let me know what class I was in when it got announced. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last four of my social? Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, wars like Warzone. If we if we had known about Warzone and it wasn't leaked, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, like before it launched, obviously it would have been even more hype and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I, I honestly couldn't tell if I was more excited for Warzone or Modern Warfare just based on what we were hearing about Warzone because that's it seemed like the perfect battle royale. I mean, it wasn't Fortnite, it wasn't building, it also wasn't think, Apex. Yeah, they built up the hype for Warzone um, when the game, well, they were building up the hype for that before the game came out. Yep. But <clears throat> everyone, season, season three, <clears throat> I think, wasn't when season three came out. That's when Warzone came out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know they was doing each season and they were building up the hype because like so okay season two came out so like oh shit is Warzone gonna be with this one? No, nah, it's gonna be with the next season. So <laughs> no. people, people was like, people were just like waiting like okay what's the next the next update is gonna be the the battle royale mm-hmm. oh no it's gonna be the next update it's gonna be the next update but and then one thing got uh leaked because somebody accidentally got an update patch earlier whatever it was yeah. and then and they looked through the files of it yeah and then i think I, twitch also ran an ad like the week before it got announced or something like that or well, twitter maybe twitter leaked something i don't remember th- that's what happened is the guy who got the patch update however he got into it i, I don't know i don't care but yeah, once that bit got announced, you know, then they started doing the trailer. Just like what happened with Crash Bandicoot, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. Crash 4. I mean, the I didn't know about the Crash event before that leak happened. But as soon as the leak happened, oh, hey, here's our media package. We already had Prime for Crash 4 kind of a thing. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. I feel, I feel like that's how most people are doing it now with um, Last of Us Part 2 story leaks coming out. Yeah. By the way, beat that game. Didn't get oh, spoiled. Didn't get spoiled. God. Very proud of myself. I, although, I, got, I got a major spoiler on Twitter, but although my soul is like ninety percent less than it was before I played that game, <laughs> <laughs> it crushed me. But anyway, um, which like, we will when... be doing. A, or I'm sorry, not we. Lanky and Ben will be doing a spoiler cast of Last of Us Part Two, which will probably be a good like four or five hours. So 
it's it's gonna be long if we talk about everything we've we haven't talked to each other about like main story plots really other than being like what about this thing what about this thing but it's just, it's just gonna a, be a long record it in full maybe we split it out over a couple of videos. <laughs> we might have to instead of having a four-hour upload yeah but when the story leaks came out that's when like after that weekend, the, that Monday, Naughty Dog came back, or Sony, I guess, came back out and was like, yeah, we're publishing, uh, we're putting a date on Last of Us Part Two, which had recently been delayed indefinitely. Indefinitely, yep. Yeah, they didn't They didn't tell us when it was going to be, and it turned out to only be a couple weeks. Yeah, so they, they that pulled the cord on that pretty quick. Yeah. So. And what was the other one? There was another one. Oh, uh, Squadrons, the new Star Wars game that's oh, like I a... I didn't see any leaks on that one. Yeah, that one got leaked the day before, I believe. I think that was also a weekend leak. And then on the Monday, they were like, tune in or tune in to our CR reveal. It was before EA Play. It was the before. It was the same week as the PS4. Yep. 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 Okay. All right. Well, that went off on five different tangents from Call of Duty. (laughs) Lanky, what's your next one? My next one. Well. Let's talk about... Actually, I'm going to cheat for this one since we just talked about Last of Us Part 2, but it it is going to come up in like five minutes, so be prepared. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I am going to go with Uncharted 4 and talk about how that game, like, from the announcement, which that's another game that kind of went through development, not really development hell, but it changed from when it started development to when it came out because Amy Hennig was the, Mm -hmm. uh, I believe she was the creative director on that one. I don't know what her position was at Naughty Dog, but she left the company and then Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley took over, the guys behind The Last of Us. Or like the the leads behind The Last of Us, I should say, Mm -hmm. obviously. They didn't make that game, just the two of them. But when leading up to that, they... Like, especially after Neil and Bruce took over, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be dark. And it it was a dark game. It was darker than the three before it that had kind of like, like we talked about before, like kind of like a cartoony aspect to it. It was the one through three weren't very mature. They were like buddy cops with him and Sully. That's what it was. Yeah, it was like Indiana Jones. But if Indiana Jones went around killing hundreds of people, <laughs> but in a, in a like I mean, light he killed people in a lighthearted manner. He didn't kill. He wasn't like. Wow. It wasn't brutal. <laughs> but Uncharted Four actually had like a darker tone to it, and I was worried that they were going to kill off Nathan Drake. Which spoilers, they don't. It's not really a spoiler. It's an old game. I'm sorry if my brother listens to this because he's playing them right now. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be okay. He'll live Oopsies. through it. He'll be alright. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that game. Those. Uncharted like holds a special place in my heart that I kind of forget about sometimes. Like I just recently got reminded when I was replaying Uncharted 4, like how impactful that series is to me because like the characters are so great in my opinion. Obviously, I have a couple friends who disagree. They say Nathan Drake is a bad protagonist, but I think he's I think he's a cool guy. I don't know. He's a cool he's guy. Got, he's kind of you know, like a Chris Pratt. He, I, like I could see like a Chris Pat Pratt Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris, you said Chris Crack? Chris Crack. <laughs> Chris Crack? Chris Crack. Instead of Chris Crack, we get Tom Holland. Uh, yeah, and then we get Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Oh, hey. Marky, Marky Mark? Mark Wahlberg. I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not doing it. Fuck you, Sony. 
Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, like, Nathan, that oh, game. Is that a treasure over there? Oh my gosh. Hey, they would see my plane? Hey, well, I got white hair. Hey, I'm only like 45 years old. How I got white hair? Oh my gosh. Getting into it and he's gotten into it. I didn't do this. Hey, so how do you mother? Anyway. That's a game that came out, and I actually, because I knew that it was the end of Nathan Drake's story, like, the conclusion of his story is how they sold it, I, that game came out, and I actually, like, forced myself to only play, I believe it was, like, two or three chapters a day, and it, that game has, like, 20, Pacing. I think it has, like, 20-something chapters in it, so it took me a while, like, I, like, purposely made myself not, like, rush through it and beat it, mm-hmm. whereas... Whereas with The Last of Us, I wanted to get through it as fast as possible so nobody spoiled it because that's the <laughs> game where everyone's going to die. <laughs> There's yeah. deaths everywhere, and I don't want to know about them before they happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't go into that game with an optimistic approach. Yeah. Absolutely Especially not. when the trailer is Ellie saying, I'm going to kill all of them. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> Just let us know. Just give us a taste. Save it for yeah. the nine-part spoiler cast. Yeah, my my mini docu series I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can, oh my! How long is the review on RealColdGames.com going to be for Last of Us? I don't know. I'm 13, honestly like thousand words. <laughs> I'm honestly scared to write one because I don't know how long it's going to be. <laughs> I think just 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 post the video. Just post the spoiler cast under that header. Too. I was gonna. I was thinking that me and Ben were probably just gonna. It's basically gonna serve as a review. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go from something that crushes somebody's soul to actually no, it kind of did. It took over my soul for a long time. Um, the <laughs> only game I've ever gone to a midnight launch for was World of Warcraft: Wrath of the Lich King. Um, hands down, the best iteration, the big, the best expansion. Had the most uh, concurrent subscribers, I think, at one point. Um, but I am one of those people who started playing WoW after the South Park episode. Make Love, Not Warcraft. Easily top ten episodes in the entire show's mm-hmm. history for me. You team and... killing fuck hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, We're going to kill <laughs> oh, my God. oh my gosh mom the mom bathroom moment but whatever um <laughs> i digress but i mean so i was i came in at the end of vanilla anybody listening who plays well they know what that that basically means um and then i got really into it during burning crusade but it wasn't until the end of that expansion i actually found you know a guild which is you know that's back when wow was like a very social game um nowadays it is basically it's a loot grinder you don't have to play with people if you don't want to you can mute everybody but back then if you actually wanted to play and progress you actually needed a guild who were your friends or i mean or your co-workers i mean because sometimes people treat it like a job like method or one of those guilds out there and that was at a point in my life where the people in my guild like were better friends, even though I never met them, than the people I had around me in real life. And that's why I think I got stuck into WoW so hard, was the people I were play- I was playing with were, were just, like, the best people in the world. And I, was, I would just hop on into, before Discord, Ventrilo, and then go talk to them and hang out and just play my game and just have fun. And yeah. when it was obviously... If anybody didn't play Warcraft 3... I'm Lanky, did you play Warcraft 3? Mill, I, I don't think you did. I did not. No. 
Okay. I, was more of a, I was more of a StarCraft custom game guy, or custom uh, server. <laughs> so basically, Wrath of the Lich King is the continuation of Warcraft 3, which is one, like one of the high, most highly regarded RTS games where it's like, okay, you build your base, make your troops, send them out, go do these things. You know, like Command of Conqueror, Command of Conquer kind of thing, StarCraft. Um, but basically, the, the main good guy at the beginning, Arthas, who's like a, a paladin, you know, a holy warrior, basically. He turns into the Lich King, which is the master of the undead, and he controls... Spoiler. What? Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Fuck. Warcraft 3 is like four, 15 years old. Um, 16 years old, probably. But at the end, he turns into the Lich King, and he's, you know, the biggest bad guy out there that's like not like a supernatural space demon, more or less, in the, in the Warcraft universe. And to go... To that continent to go see all this kind of shit um yeah it, it was it was worth all the hours i put in there and i i, I don't regret it whatsoever but because damn that was fun and i will say that was the only game i was with midnight release for and i stand by that one so <coughs> okay all right okay. followed it up with a sneeze yep <laughs> that's, how, somebody, that's how you know he really stands behind it somebody's thinking of me yep <laughs> it's me I like perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mill, what's next? Uh, okay. Shit, I keep forgetting I'm. A, I, I, <laughs> like, I forget I'm a part of this podcast. <laughs> no, I know I forget that we're going in that type of in that order. Though. Oh yeah. Um. So the next game on my list, actually, I'm gonna skip one here. I'm gonna go to console. Okay. So my. Most anticipated console, and this is probably very obvious, is Xbox One. Yep. Um, the, I started playing video games in, well, I've been playing video games my whole life, but actually, like, for real, like, console games, like, just stick with a console and just grind games out, was back in 2008, and it was on a, a Xbox 360. So that's having a 360 for year after year after year, like and, and having so many issues with it, you know, <laughs> the red ring of death, um, just getting scratched up. Like I had an Xbox 360 that got pissed on by a dog. I was, I was just, you know, <laughs> I was just, it was just a bad couple of years with 360s for me. I went through like good, maybe four or five of them. Is that how you um, tried to cure the red ring of death? You had the dog pee on it? Like, <laughs> maybe this will fix it? That'll probably fix it. Just like a jellyfish <laughs> right thing. Yeah, it was bad, dude. So I think that's what made it my anticipation for Xbox One to come out that much greater, dude. It was just mm -hmm. lovely. I would gladly take the Red Ring of Death over Xbox On a hundred times. Xbox so. On. <laughs> Xbox, pause. And if you have, like, the TV cranked up, it doesn't even hear you. <laughs> the, just well, the, the connects. If that was still a thing that people used, it would be like a hellish nightmare landscape where you have an Alexa that's in the same room, probably. And oh, you're yeah. saying like, yeah, Xbox on, and then Alexa starts talking to you, and then Xbox hears what Alexa says, and it uninstalls. The worst part about that kind okay, so it doesn't have anything to do with the Xbox. <laughs> but the worst part about having like a Google Home in your office is when you listen to places like Funhouse, who used to always do, hey, Google... And then oh, yeah. I and then I had to delete my search history based on what they said. <laughs> what? Okay, that's taking it far. I was gonna say, yeah, I also listened to podcasts where they would weaponize the "Hey Alexa" or "Hey Google." Yep. 
but <laughs> but you took it a little far with that one. I guess it was Funhouse. I mean, they <laughs> they would go, "Hey Google," and then just ask like the craziest stuff. I like I would never want on my search history, so I had to delete that. Like I almost after every time I watched an episode. Um, you know, Bruce Green, love you, but my search history died because of you. Um, Andrea starts asking you why Alexa's or Google's talking and serving you weird ads. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Xbox One, I think I, I was definitely more hyped over that than the PS4 because I was an Xbox 360 guy. I didn't anticipate, obviously, yeah. the lack of exclusives and all kind of stuff to really go in PlayStation's favor over the years. Um but yeah, I, I did get my Xbox One before my PlayStation because I guess I, I had more friends on there and I, I was just in the ecosystem already. But yeah, it was a sexy little box. That Xbox, the original Xbox was nice. PS4? Honestly, eh. don't. The original Xbox? Oh, yeah. Isn't the original? The original, the original one... Xbox is one of the best looking consoles ever and I'm still trying to find one. The original really? Xbox One? Is that what you're... Oh, no, he mean like the original Xbox. Oh, okay, both. I was talking about the original Xbox One and then the original oh. Xbox. The original Xbox is not one of the best looking consoles. How dare you? <laughs> it is. It's it, unique. It, it it's looks unique. like it's what literally it is. an X on a box. <laughs> it's literally yeah. an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. It's literally it, an Xbox. Okay. Uh, Compared to the freaking <laughs> Avengers Tower that the PS5 is going to be. All right, then. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's Sauron's eye, actually. How dare you? Show me respect. Yeah, there's going to be so <laughs> many photoshops with that thing. It's going to be it's gonna be ridiculous. Or if you look at our thumbnail of last week's episode, yeah. it is a skyscraper in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> That's the city it was? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just looked up PS5 memes. I found a lot of good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Told you guys there's a lot of memes with that, dude. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Lanky, what is next for you? Next for me will be Injustice 2. Ooh. And this one kind of hurts my heart a bit. I'm going to talk about how it hurts my heart a little bit first because hurts apparently heart. it hurts my heart. My heart. My heart. My heart. My achy, breaky heart. heart. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, apparently, Warner Media has decided that WB Games isn't making them enough money for their investment. So they are looking to sell off WB Games. So they hold the license for the Batman game, like Batman, which they aren't making Arkham games anymore, but whatever WB Montreal's game is going to be. And then the Lego so games, bad. like all the Lego games, uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Injustice, uh, what else? Uh, Lord of the Rings, that stuff, like Harry Potter, that's another one. Like mm. all basically like Warner Brothers as a friend, like a as a company, all Anything the license they produce, they own the license to the game for. Yes. Correct. <clears throat> and apparently they're selling they're looking at selling that off to either Activision, EA, or what was the other one? Uh Take Tencent. Two. Oh, Take Two, yeah. Take, Take Two is the I, other one. I don't know why I said Tencent. I'm still stuck on a Pokemon <laughs> Tencent. thing. Tencent. <laughs> <laughs> start making Mortal Kombat mobile games that are okay, well that's actually a thing. They already Never did. Mind. Yeah, they did, and it's not good. But anyway, Take Two is the only acceptable answer for that. Otherwise, yeah. we're doomed. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it is going to be it's going to be it's terrible. It's going to be terrible. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, talking about Injustice Two, like this was 
a surprising game that hyped me up for announcement or like through its announcements and it's like character reveals and all that stuff because it i think it went over the course of like a year or two that they would just announce like two or three characters at a time mm-hmm. that game has like at launch that game had like 28 characters i think like it was a deep roster and my favorite and... character was one i'd never read a comic book for was blue beetle that was my favorite character oh, in yeah. justice 2 yeah, I, I didn't really know much about him either, other than I knew that he was part of Teen Titans at some point. But anyway, like the game, I love like DC. DC is DC is actually my favorite like comic maker. I don't, I love Marvel movies, but obviously DC can't make those movies. Can't make movies no. that are up no, not very good ones. So yeah, basically, anytime there's a new character, I would just get hyped, even if I wasn't excited for the character, and I was like googling around, looking through like the like theory, or, like uh, looking through like what am I trying to say? Discussion boards, basically, <laughs> looking through discussion boards about people theorizing about what characters we're gonna make it in and what characters we're gonna be like DLC and that kind of stuff and people's mm-hmm. wish lists and all that stuff, and it was just like such a fun time and i spent so much time with that game even though before this i wasn't real i didn't really like fighting games outside of the dragon ball z budokai games oh wow those were, okay those like and those aren't even like really fighting games as much as they are like arcade fighters like you're just like kicking yeah, people open around world punching is all it is yeah, yeah, you're just kicking people around cities and, like, using your special moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Injustice 2, like, I just, I'm still playing it to this day. Like, I've gone back, and I'm having fun with it, even to this day, as a game that blew me away. <laughs> because And the story is great. The story is, like, It's awesome. like a 30-hour campaign in a fighting game. Yeah, and it's great. It's, like, a good story, too. It's not just, yeah. like, a bullshit, like here's the characters and here's the maps that we have like Granted, let's throw it is based it. off of a comic book series that kind of bled into it but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's it's yeah. great i would recommend that to anyone and i'm scared with this wb game sale that i'm not going to get an injustice 3 even though they teased it with joker being added to mortal kombat 11 one of his one of his like intro lines if you play joker versus joker <clears throat> one of his intro lines is two is like two of me like that's an injustice imagine if there were three oh and i was like oh my god when i saw they did that it. <laughs> i was like they're talking about injustice three well another realm oh, made injustice right yeah okay well they made the game yeah yeah okay so so like the we know that they're going to create obviously some of the best fighting games out there because mk10 mk11 injustice whatever it's going to be I, I would love for them to get their hands on a Marvel versus Capcom kind of feel to it, but you know, whatever we'll cross that bridge if we ever get to it. Um, but yeah, another realm, I think imagine if they just landed with the unjust, like the, the DC and the moral combat licenses in house and they were just free to do whatever they wanted. Honestly, I could see them doing that because mm-hmm. those games are so popular. Like they're big enough that I they're associated with it now. I could see them splintering off to just be their own thing, but I would worry that they wouldn't get, they wouldn't be able to do injustice. I feel like, I feel like they would be able to do mortal Kombat, obviously, because that's their IP, but I don't feel like W if, if those uh, licenses get sold off, I don't think that NetherRealm would be able to make a DC game. I think that it would go to a different publisher. Honestly, there's a lot of talk of if Microsoft would pick them up. I don't think they would, but I think that would be awesome. Like I'd love that, even as a like Sony fanboy, 
just to know because I know that like Microsoft's gonna have them in good hands, but I don't I feel see like that they happening. could do that. I mean, I feel like Microsoft look at, what they, uh, look what they do with Killer Instinct. I mean, they support that pretty damn well. They could handle fighting exclusives like that. Yeah, no, I know that they could. I'm just saying, I feel like Microsoft has purchased so many studios that haven't put it, that haven't even like not justified. That's like a mean way of putting it, but they haven't proven themselves. They haven't put out. They haven't put out their first exclusive game, or even some of them haven't even put out like their first game, or like not their first game, but their next game that they're working on, mm-hmm. even if it's not a Microsoft or an Xbox exclusive. Yep. And that is that is yeah. one thing. I mean, they have the thirteen or fifteen studios, whatever it is. And yeah, it's like, 13, I think. Yeah, it's and crazy. I think we go from Ninja Theory that is doing Hellblade. They go to like Bleeding Edge. Okay, that's great. You got a hyper creative piece out. You know, awesome. Get back to making games like Hellblade, basically. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see next month um, what this first party rollout is going to be because that's really going to let us know you know, how competitive um, Xbox is going to be with the first party uh, PlayStation exclusive. So stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. Hope- we we got oh, that we got that de- anomaly detected teaser today. Yeah, so- I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say as of today, we got the Halo Infinite teaser. It's not really a trailer, I guess. It's just a basically just the camera pointed at like a hologram like communication thing and it's someone like it's just the wavelengths of somebody talking. Mm-hmm and sending a message i don't know I, I didn't really listen to it to be honest because i'd rather see like characters than yeah just I'm, I'm waiting for a trailer yeah i think that that's what they're leading into obviously which it could be sooner rather than later if they're already teasing it in july like it could be like the beginning of july if it's if it's hmm. the if it's during the week i'm at the lake you're gonna have to like <laughs> I, I will facetime you i don't care you're cutting me in somehow for a live reacts but... Have my laptop sitting next to me and i'll pull i'll point my webcam down so they can see both of us <laughs> yeah just have me right next to you <laughs> all right so i suppose it's my turn oh so i was working at best buy um when this thing launched um and i don't think i've ever seen a system that had the levels of excitement and anticipation of what it could deliver to a younger population and here we go to find older population and families across the globe the wii like the original wii launch had so much media behind it because it was all these new motion controls it was all about the you know the sensor bar or whatever it is um but i like when i was working at best buy i would legit like see kids i mean when i say kids i mean excuse me like 12 to 16 year olds that probably had a handful of their Christmas cash or, you know, like whatever it would be to buy a Wii in case it was in stock. Because this is before you could call or check, you know, stock online and that kind of stuff. Because I think that was, what, 2006, 2007, whatever it was when I was working at Best Buy. Yeah. And the fact that it did launch with, one, with hands down, its best game, you know, outside of, you know, monopoly because that is the best monopoly version ever um we sports <laughs> like that it just, it just made it super easy and yeah. it oh my gosh like i remember like We're seeing like tickle me elmo fr- like uh frenzy in the news like that's what the Wii was basically like tickle me f- elmo frenzy 
Oh, but I, it was in like the late nineties. I remember like coming downstairs and my parents <laughs> had like good morning America on or something like that. And that was the toy to have this Christmas was fucking tickle me Elmo. And I, I, I just remember the Wii getting that kind of hype and press because it was its own thing. It wasn't, uh, you know, a very typical, uh, kind of thing. So. Yeah. I feel like the Wii was <laughs> throughout its life cycle. I feel like the Wii was always on like that, um, hot item list that they put out for Christmas where it's like, they basically tell parents what their kids want. <laughs> based it's like on... the switches. Now you still can't find a switch during the pandemic. Yeah. You, your son and daughter wants the Wii this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And they'd like, so many, kids, so, so many kids probably got it and was like, what the, what is this? <laughs> what the hell is this? Thing? I wanted a 360. <laughs> <laughs> controller that I have to put this weird condom on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, yeah. But yeah, I remember that when a week came out, how um, the week like you're, you're mentioning the week sports, like the, the the tennis was like that game, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it, it started a lot of fights. Oh yeah, within families. I'm For sure. For me, it was bowling. <laughs> like, bowling was always my jam because you actually could spin it. You could hold the trigger yeah. and actually spin the ball. It was, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. And then we that got the Wii U. Yeah, I, like... I said, and then we got the Wii U. Uh... <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel like uh, at, we've talked about this before, but at family gatherings <laughs> at my house, I feel like every year they would cycle through like what game they would play that year because we would always just spend the whole day playing one game mode like we wouldn't switch sports or whatever <laughs> we would just mm-hmm, back yeah. out i feel like they would always cycle between every year one year it was like uh was golf on there yes yeah yeah okay, it was, it was yeah. on near that one or the resorts one well it was there somewhere yeah. i had both of them whatever yeah one it year it was golf the next year it was bowling. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's a game from 2007, but go off. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, one year it was like bowling, one year it was golf. Next year it was, I don't know, fucking disc golf. <laughs> Whatever the other games are. On that was beer pong, day. yeah. <laughs> beer pong. The beer pong game wow. on the Wii was legit. I will still say that. It was fun. I used to own in real life at beer pong. I feel like that was back when Nintendo was too scared to put that kind of stuff on their console. The I feel like that pong? was back when Yeah, was back it, it wasn't called it was, Beer it, Pong. Well, it was, it was, it was like in the pong. store. It, it was a Beer Pong game, but I think they I think they called it like Plastic Cup Basketball or pl- something yeah, dumb like that. Because I feel like that was back... I feel like even that would be too far for Nintendo back then mm-hmm. to put... That was when they were like family friendly to the extreme. Now it's Switch and you got all these anime games that and we don't need. You got to... Gal Gun on there. Yeah. <laughs> got where all these. Where games you're shooting that... the skirts off of like women and it's just weird. Games that are a little weird to be on the Nintendo device. Oh, but... yeah. Yeah, they let it go. You do you, 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 Nintendo. Make your money, boo boo. <laughs> Make your money, boo boo. couldn't survive, so now the Switch has to carry on that legacy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mill, what do you got? Uh, my next game. Um, most of them, okay, so my next game would be Battlefield 4, no, Battlefield Hardline in 2015 mm. was because it was following Battlefield 4 um, from 2013. 
Okay. Um, so the reason I, I say Battlefield Hardline was one of the most hyped games for me. That's like I'm the sure only Battlefield I've actually played, like a campaign. What, four? It's so four much Hardline. Hardline. Oh, yeah, Hardline is fun. Because it was on EA Access, I think. So Yeah. So then the reason I think, like, as a Battlefield player, that a lot of Battlefield gamers and first-person shooter gamers outside of Call of Duty was anticipating this Hardline game was because Battlefield 4 was so fucking amazing mm-hmm. everyone i mean it's a top battlefield game and then they're coming out with it like a cops and robbers type of battlefield where you yeah that play, was- like that was like that was a that was it was a lot of hype behind that because that was like um that was just unheard of at the time you know mm-hmm. like, you didn't see other games like that um yeah it was basically like payday but pvp instead of like <laughs> instead of payday you're just going around killing ai cops and trying to rob yeah. banks and stuff this was like yeah. you're trying to get Trying to get the money, and I think you had to like bring it to a certain location, right? That was yeah. like the objective. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then they also had other game modes on there, like Search and Destroy, and you know Team Deathmatch yeah. stuff like that too. But that game mode where you had to bring the money back—that that was, I can't remember what it was called though. I feel like that was, oh, what was that called? It's like on the tip of my tongue. It wasn't Gold Rush because that was Bad Company, but it was something Rush, wasn't it? Uh, Silver Rush. Funny. Silver Rush. <laughs> I'll look it up. I'll look it up. You guys can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why Heartline was for me one of the most anticipated games coming out in 2015. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I I've never played a Battlefield game outside of that one because uh, well, yeah. one it was available like I think like I said, I believe that was the one on EA Access. Um, but also, I, which one was uh, World War Two or World War One? Which one was it? Uh, Battlefield. Battlefield One. Yeah. Okay, that was the one that came out after that. That one, right? that one came after, yeah. Okay. Line. Yeah, and no, in no way, shape, or form, am I claim to be a Battlefield expert, but I, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a different feel than Call of Duty, which I think was kind of refreshing. Yeah. Oh, 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 Firefly. Blood, blood oh. money. Blood money. Yes. <laughs> Wait, why did we not think of that? That's in, that's in Warzone. Oh, that's, yeah. That's that's such an easy name to guess when it has to do with shooting people in money. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that isn't that in Warzone? Yeah, that that's what they renamed Plunder or something, right? Uh, yeah, that's the new Plunder mode. Oh man, they just took it right from Battlefield. I'm so did they did, was there any backlash for that? Did Probably. they get any? Not. I feel like I feel like Mill. I feel like me and you are in a minority of people who speak fondly <laughs> of Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> we like it because it was cool and different. It was like a fresh yeah. take on Battlefield, where it's not like. It's not like a big war that you're in. It's yeah, just it, it was different. Like it was like one of those outside, like side, like a side game. Yeah, um, but I feel like they would have made a sequel if it if it like actually went over well for them. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't go too well. That game was it was fun, but it wasn't the greatest. Oh wait, that was Visceral. That was cool. uh, the Dead Space team oh. that made that. That's oh, why yeah. they didn't make a That's sequel. That's why you like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Visceral. That Star Wars game probably would have been better than Jedi Fallen Order, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. It probably would have. It, it had Amy Hennig on it. <laughs> she made Uncharted 1-3. Have you heard about Uncharted 1-3? Should I tell you about Uncharted 1-3? <laughs> do, t- do you have a minute to speak about my lord and savior Uncharted? My lord and savior my Lord and Savior, Uncharted one through three. <laughs> Uncharted one through three. <laughs> oh my God! But yeah, no, that's so. That's my pick for um, this around. 
Cool. All right, yeah, Not too many people. I'm, I, I, I wouldn't expect you guys to, or Brady to have played. I, I didn't even know you played Hardline. Yeah, oh, it was brief. It was it was just like campaign. Like it was not multiplayer at all. I've never played a multiplayer for Battlefield. Like that's yeah. that was back like when I would only do campaigns for most shooters because I hated the multiplayer and how toxic it would get. Yeah. So. Did you ever play the new what was it? Ground War? Was that the mode in this recent Call of Duty? Did you ever play that? The okay. one where it's like well, the size of Verdansk? Yeah. Well it was yeah, like Ground was, War, but it was yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> That's how people knew Warzone was going to be coming out soon because they were making updates to um, um, Ground War because Ground War can host so many people. Like, so they could definitely have a, a server to host 150 people in a battle royale game. Yeah, it was that in that in uh, Spec Ops because the Spec Ops in this most recent one uses the same map as Verdansk. So people, as soon as I dropped into that mode, I was like, oh yeah, they're definitely making a battle royale. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. this map is way too big for a Call of Duty game. Yeah. I still yeah. think we should do some uh, Let's Plays with uh, Spec Ops mode. But time out, I gotta pee. Mikey, what's time up? It. What do you got now? I have a game that came out a long time ago. So long ago that it was last Friday. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2. Let's go. Okay, I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to sit back. Let's I go. I was, was going to talk about this five minutes later when I was talking about Uncharted 4. It was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, this game got announced. I think it was PSX 2016. Yep, because Colin was and... so kind of funny. Okay. And I saw that trailer, and I watched it maybe like 10 times that day. And I, you know, I had a good sit in the corner and <laughs> had to think about some things. <laughs> but I was, uh, I was really hyped, obviously, with Last of Us being one of my favorite games. Now Last of Us Part Two is my favorite game. It has overtaken it. I won't say anything else. Uh, <laughs> and... Yeah, so basically every time that I've seen something about this game, I've just gotten more excited for it. Mm-hmm. To the point where recently they did a bunch of, what did they do? They did a state of play like a couple months ago or a month ago maybe? I don't know. Time has no meaning right now as everyone knows. Yeah, We're all <laughs> the longest year ever fucking possible. Yeah. Yep. And they did a state of play where they showed like a new gameplay segment, and then they also showed some stuff that they had already shown previously, yep. with uh, Neil Druckmann talking over it. And I just refused to watch it because I didn't want anything more. Like I was sold on it from just the trailers. I didn't need anything else. Mm-hmm. And this game is wild. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's a lot of, like, bad... Obviously, I'll talk about this more in the spoiler cast, but there's a lot of discourse from people that haven't actually played the game. And it sucks. It's getting reviewed bombed right now. I think it's at, like, a 4 on a user score on Metacritic. And it's yeah. at, like, a 90, 96 or a 95 for, like, review, like a critic score. Yeah, and 10's uh, basically across the aisle, except for, like, that one that breaks it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's it's kind of shitty to like it was it was exhausting to uh, it was both mentally exhausting to like or I guess emotionally exhausting to play the game and then come out of the game like for night like when I would like go to bed and look at Twitter and everyone or like not everyone but the people that are review bombing it are just like talking shit about it and that was just mentally exhausting because it's mm-hmm. like they're 
They're like, saying things that they don't know about, and I don't want to correct them because I don't want to spoil it for people in my feed. <laughs> yep. And the but the for me the the problem is you know if it gets review bombed because whatever you know reasoning, people are gonna do that kind of shit regardless in twenty twenty at this point. When I see like streamers uh, or like uh, personalities getting we'll say just kind of like gutted in their comments for standing up for this game and being amazing. Like Alana Pierce, I mean, she put out a thing of like, Hey, she's not going to stream too much anymore and feed the trolls because she was getting such horrible comments like uh, on her stream. And it was just terrible. I mean, we're disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's like those kind of people just, no, just go to an Island and just go somewhere. Like, just go away. Like, that's all you got to do, please. Because it's just, why like I, I i hate that this is where we are that people are so bored during the pandemic that this is the kind of bullshit they're pulling on when people have been yeah. waiting for this game for seven years it's fucked yeah. up and y'all need to just log off yeah <laughs> and i kind of like, like that's figured. a long ass time to be waiting for a game bro and then people for people to like you know yeah people so what, i feel like most of the people that are review bombing it are the people that sought like they looked for these leaks the story leaks that happened a couple months ago Mm-hmm. and they like spoiled it for themselves but then they didn't like what they spoiled for themselves so then they're like all right i hate this game now like this game's <laughs> they, they're going around saying this game is trash and this game is like bad even though it's like a masterpiece like yeah. it's like as like for what the last of us one did for last generation like the last of us part two easily does that for this generation where it it's like crazy how they can tell this kind of a story in a video game mm-hmm. and it actually like pull it off and it looks, it works great. And, but there's like, I'm not saying, so <laughs> I, I said, I wasn't going to speak too much about this, but I keep going, <laughs> but I'm not saying that if you don't like the game, you play the game, you don't like it. Like that's a hundred percent fine. Like I don't like that's your, I don't hate you. Like I'm not like, I don't know how to, how to phrase this, I guess I'm, my problem isn't with the people that play the game and they don't like it. My problem is with the people that spoiled it for themselves and then are now, like, taking away from everyone else's enjoyment because they're going around, like, shit-talking them for loving the game that they're actually playing. Or you have yeah. those kind of dingleberries that are just running around because of the orientation of the main character kind of a thing, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of bigots that don't like this game. Yeah. But, like, I feel like solid 85 to 90 percent of my feed that has played the game says that they love it or that mm-hmm. they like like it like they're they have positive feelings about it afterwards yep there are some, like there are some notable people um there's a youtube channel called ps uh, now he's called ps5 trophies but he basically does like achievement walkthroughs for playstation okay and he's been tweeting about how he didn't really like the second half of the game and i'm not going to go into any, any more detail about that and like that's fine because he played like he spent time to play the game so i'm not going to be like how dare you <laughs> yeah he uh, he knows what he's talking about like he saw what happened and he didn't like it it's just people that's feel valid. like they, people feel like they need to voice their opinions about something that they don't know anything about and it it kind of sucks to see i feel bad for naughty dog because well i guess naughty dog's kind of taking this in stride or neil and uh i think her name is oh. It's either Halley or Holly. I it's spelled like Haley, but I know yeah. it's not pronounced. That I don't, way. Neil's a G though. I love how Neil is on Twitter. 
yeah he just goes after people yep where i think the night that it came out he posted a picture of the review bombing happening where it was like i think at that point it was like 1500 like bad reviews and he was like oh he was like um i love this type of passion or something like that <laughs> like yeah. clearly trolling the people that are review bombing his game oops yeah. fucking yeah. microphone this game it didn't fall i i hit it with my arm okay <laughs> is there gonna be a last of us part three uh no spoilers but i could see them making last of us part three yeah. as some kind of a splinter or spin-off or something yes we'll we'll probably leave it at that um <laughs> yeah so okay so jumping into my next one oh let's see which one should i pick so I go with a game. So I, I have two that I'm going to go with. Should we do the happy one or the sad one first? Sad. Let's continue the trend of sadness. <laughs> okay. So a game that has come out the past few years that definitely did not live up to expectations was No Man's Sky. And oh, yeah. I think that this game, this is the epitome of overhyping a game and under-delivering, even more than Destiny, even more than Anthem. This was supposed to be space is your garden. Dig it. You know, Joe Dirt reference there. There you go. Um, <laughs> Joe Dirt reference. Yeah, it is. But, oh my gosh, like this game, it, it was easily the most hyped game of what would that have been, 2016? Like the summer of 2016? That's what I was just thinking of. I think it was 16 when that it came out. Yeah, so the summer of 2016, whatever, spring, yeah. like all the hype right. going into it. The director going in, the creative director saying like, oh, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. You couldn't do shit. Like basically you mined, yeah. you killed, or you died. Like that's all it was. And this game was completely empty. Like Destiny 1 had more in it at launch. And that is saying something. So... Like, I think there is I think there is a big difference. I know like you're just using examples, but I think there is a big difference between Bungie, like they're a triple they were owned by Activision at the time and were yes. a triple A studio. And this is this is an indie game that yeah, came like, I'm going off of it, promises. Like I'll I'll say yeah. it that way. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I know I know that you didn't mean it like one for one, I was just saying yep. like it's it's apples and oranges between these two games. Yep. But I agree. I feel like they were basically a mainstay at Sony's E3 conferences for three years, four years. It was a long marketing like for, plan for them. It felt like forever. <laughs> Every time they showed up, they were talking more about how, like, they would show the little star map and then they would zoom out and be like, these are all the planets that you can explore. Like, yep. and even beyond that, because our algorithm just keeps making them or whatever they said. It's infinite. Which yeah. It didn't turn out to be true, but there is a lot. Like, there are obviously a shit ton of planets you can go to in that game. It took four years of updates for it to be, like, a good game at this point. Which is, I think now it's actually on Game Pass, too. So awesome. Yeah, it just came out, I think. Like, yep. today or yesterday. Something like that. But, yeah, that's another case of a game that they turned it around. They, obviously, they were public enemy number one for a oh, while the, the director or the ceo or whoever the guy was like he was under a rock like he was not oh, yeah. turning his they shit on at all he sheltered in place before it was the cool thing to do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they basically didn't communicate at all which i guess i would say that that was the wrong thing to do i think they should yeah. have just came out 
I think they should have came out and said we're gonna fix this game, much like Bioware has with Anthem now. Yep. So in three years, we'll love Anthem. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, hold your breath. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I am. I'm, that's a different topic. I'm for a optimistic day. <laughs> for what Anthem can be. So I'm yes. not optimistic about what Bioware can be right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So that was that was one of my other big disappointments, but. The hype trailer around it was awesome. Mill, what is your last one? Let's go one more round. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a common theme that I have between the games and consoles I pick. The year kind of theme. I feel like 2013 was the year of a lot. Obviously, it was the console release year. So it was a year of a lot of really good games. One of those games was Grand Theft Auto V. Um, I think it was a lot of... I think. Actually, I, I, I can't, I'm not sure. Was it a lot of hype for when this game it was? It had oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> with the multi, with the online sure. component. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say this is probably one of the most hyped games to come out um, in the most recent, actually in the last seven years, probably because it yeah. is still ongoing. Like people are still buying this game to this day. Mm-hmm. And even on the in the next gen consoles with PS5 and Xbox uh, Series X, it's going to be a <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five or like this. Yeah, they're be... Skyrimming the shit out of this thing. Oh yeah, for sure. The thing that's also nuts about it is they aren't just bringing GTA Five to next gen; they're also spinning off GTA Online to be free Standalone. at least at least for PS5. I don't know if they've said anything about Xbox yet. It has to. There's no way. Yeah, it I, would, I would assume it would be. I don't see why it wouldn't. But yeah, they're giving it away for free as a standalone. Like, you can just boot up GTA Online. You don't have to go through the long-ass loading screens. Oh, my God. Oh, like those the, are terrible. The, the last-gen loading screens that have carried over into this generation. That It's like one of the biggest games. It is the biggest game ever. And they can't, they can't oh, find a way to make those loads faster. Those Call of Duty updates are getting pretty damn big. but. Oh, yeah. No, I mean biggest as yeah, in, I mean yeah. biggest as in selling. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. But yes, Call yeah, of Duty. Some update sizes, like yeah, Call of Duty is, is a lot of is a like lot of gigs. And I'm sure fifty uh, every three yeah, weeks. Yeah, I was complaining about a hundred gigabytes. Call of Duty's at over two hundred now. Isn't it like two thirteen or something like that? Something like that. If you have the full game installed. Well, I guess for PlayStation, I should say I don't know what it is on PC or anything like that. I think it's at like one eighty or something on PC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's wild that this GTA 5 is spanning three generations. <laughs> spanning, spanning PS3, Xbox 360, and then they uh, remastered, not remastered, but they ported it over, gave it a couple like new bells and whistles, like first-person mode. Yeah, they enhanced it for PS4 and Xbox One, and now they're doing it. They're bringing it over to PS5 and Series X. I don't think they're going to add anything to it. I think they're working on GTA 6. I don't think they're going to focus their time on trying to make trying to add new features to GTA 5. Yeah. It'll probably I was just going to say it'll probably just be enhanced by the new hardware. Cuz if they were yeah. planning on carrying GTA 5 over, they would say that, "Oh, hey, we're doing an, another upres patch or something like that." Like they're going to bring the multiplayer or the online component with it as a bridge, I think. Like what we were just talking about earlier with Warzone into the new Call of Duty games kind of a thing. You know, it's kind of introduced maybe a few things here and there, but they won't actually create, 
you know, a whole new island full of assets or something like that for, for online or something. Yeah. So. But, yep. Yeah. I feel like... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, no, you're, I'm done. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like, yeah, they'll use GTA Online as long as they can until GTA 6 comes out, but I don't think that they're going to warzone it where they're going to keep supporting GTA Online. I feel like they have to, like... Make, I don't know if it's like a GTA Online 2 or... <laughs> yeah, there, it definitely won't be like evergreen like Warzone is. That's for yeah, sure. they're definitely going to have to upgrade those assets because those still... Like, it looks... Honestly, like, GTA 5 is like a beautiful game, for mm. especially from something that came out in, what, seven years ago? <laughs> and <laughs> has just been basically up it It's yeah. a gorgeous game, but I don't think it's going to last that much longer without some sort of overhaul. Yep. That should be the next next week's topic. How long do we think Grand Theft Auto Five is going? <laughs> right, because it it has to be going on its end. Thirty second right? episode. It'll last until the end of the year. We're done. <laughs> you think? That's crazy. It's made billions. Like yeah. that's that's insane to think about. That's what like Marvel movies make now. Yeah. <laughs> GTA Five has made billions of dollars <laughs> as a those, video game. Shark cards, <laughs> son. Yeah. Video game. All right, Mikey, what is your last moment or last memory? My last moment and memory is currently happening, guys. Oh, no. And I'm going to have you, I'm gonna have oh. you guys take a seat. You know, sit down. I am seated. Take a sip from your whiskey. And we're all, all going to collectively take this time to wonder why Bethesda hasn't announced Brink 2 and why. <laughs> 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 and why they won't let splash damage make that game splash damage is over here making gears of war tactics why is that a thing why is splash damage making gears of war games now <laughs> they're not even a microsoft studio <laughs> actually are they did did microsoft buy splash damage i i don't know but i, I am disappointed this was the <laughs> sit down moment <laughs> the sit down <laughs> He is a high we need to have a come to Bethesda moment about where is Brink 2. <laughs> okay. It was, ahead, it was ahead of its time. It's in the same everyone, place as Super Mario RPG in the fucking trash. Everyone, everyone loves Overwatch as if Brink didn't establish that genre, you know? The hero shooter. Mm. Brink wasn't a hero shooter. It was more of like a class-based thing. But still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking out of my ass now. But yeah, that's my last one. <laughs> All right. Well, my last one is is actually something of substance. Um, so what? <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> so Damn. let's go back to OG Xbox. What is highly renowned as the best game ever on that console? For I'll say the first like two years. Kotor. Hey. It's, it's, damn it. Okay. Halo One. <laughs> so the moment i'm thinking of was that november of 2004 or 5 whatever it was um 5 must have been 5 um wait halo 2 was that 4 or 5 what halo 2 came out in 2004 4 because halo 1 was like 2002 or 3 yeah 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 so 2004 <clears throat> i'm going to go with halo 2 and leading into that as my main um, 
thing I was waiting for during my early college days. That was my freshman year of college. It was 2004. And I think between me and my friends in the dorms, you know, obviously that was back in the days of the land party, that we all went to, I think it was, it was your Best Buy or uh, Target or whatever it was, that were doing a midnight launch for it. And, yeah, there was, like, a giant line for it. And I said, fuck it. Like, I, I gave people my money, and I made my friend buy me two copies. Like, I'm done. I got tests in the morning. I can't do this. <laughs> because it was, it was like, looping around the Best Buy here in Fargo, like, around the backside of the thing. And I think I was that, there for that. A yeah. much younger boy. <laughs> much younger boy. No beard. Um, <laughs> but I think that that is a – that's probably – for a lot of people, that is probably one of the more hyped lo- uh, game launches in recent – I should say recent history. It was 16 years ago. But of – a current license that has still been evergreen ever since then. So, I mean, Halo 2 brought in dual wielding. It had it gave us, you know, a much better continuation and a much better story from the Halo 1 universe. I mean, we were going after we got to play as the Arbiter. We we chased down the prophets. I mean, there was so much about Halo 2 that was amazing and Every trailer, every press release, everything was, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to get. You're going to the Alien Covenant world or whatever it's, or whatever the hell it was. And it was, yeah, that's he's probably one of my like top fives, you know, for sure, in terms of what the press put out there and what I was yeah. expecting and it actually hit on. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did you, I have a question for you. Did you get the Steelbook? No, I didn't. Oh my god, that steelbook was so cool. It was like silver and the two, it just had the two on it mm-hmm. with like the little halo arc around it. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, I don't know what it's called, like not embezzled or whatever, where it was like sticking out. Beveled. Yeah. Beveled. Yeah. It was sticking, it, it was such a cool case. And yeah. it had, uh, it, it was like Master Chief with the two SMGs and he was like faded into it. God, that's such uh, a good cover. That's such a good cover. But there is one thing I did get with uh with uh, Halo Two. I'd say within like a day or two or something like that. As soon as the lines went down, uh, basically I got the and a third party knockoff Elite controller before there were paddle like Elite controllers. It was legit like a PlayStation Four like modded uh, controller for Xbox because it had the uh, the finger paddles. It didn't even have the actual okay. buttons up here. Like it was weird, and it I did not take to it as well as i did my, my elite <laughs> controller because that was the first time i ever called? played with that oh damn i I'll, 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 I'll search for it off uh, off stream here in a couple minutes once we once we disconnect here i'll i'll show it to you um but yeah like that was way before it's time i didn't know that that was probably the best way to play that and it gave me a leg up because my dorm mates had never seen a controller like that so i could have waxed all of them if I, if I knew what I had back then. But, everybody, thank you very much for joining us for this week's Real Cold Games cast. I've been Brady. That's been Mill. That's been Alex. Once again, thank you very much for everything that you have done with us for the past, what is this, five months? Almost now? Four or five months? Seven whatever. years. It's it been like seven been years. 84. 84 years. That's what 2020 feels like. Um, but exactly. every like, every comment, every view, every follow, every share, anything has been a great success for us. Uh, we greatly appreciate everything you folks have done. Um, we will be keeping you up to date with our Extra Life plans. Uh, I think right now we are still planning to have it at the Radisson downtown on November 8th, the day after day of play. Um, Rona obviously will dictate that, so we will just go from there. Um, anything else, guys, that I missed? 
Strong Thumb Gang. Strong Thumb Gang. <laughs> Strong Thumb Gang. All right. And check <laughs> us out on uh, Spotify and iTunes. All right. Bye, everybody. See you.